Welcome to Kilgallen's Pub, the podcast where I, comedian Joe Kilgallen, sit back, have some drinks with you, get silly. I usually have a guest on, not this week though, and I'll get to that shortly. It's, um, it's going to be a fun podcast, I'm going solo style, because sometimes, damn it, you got to drink alone. There's no shame in that. You know, had a hard day at work, come home to an empty place, crack open a cold one, kick the shoes off, put on some Wheel of Fortune... Start yelling out vowels and be like, I can't believe this. You think there's a knee in that one? You fucking moron. You know, you got to yell. You, you earned it. You earned a good yell at the end of the day and you earned a good cold drink. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's see if I can get on the microphone. Ooh, that's a can opening right there. little sound effect for you. Opening up a can of old style beer, which I believe is strictly a Midwest beer made out of, um, I think, La Crosse, Wisconsin. Very popular amongst Chicago scumbags. That's where I'm recording from, Chicago, Illinois. But I got some thanks. I want to thank everyone for listening to the podcast, which you could follow on Twitter now, at Kilgallen's Pub. You could follow myself, at Joe Kilgallen. And I want to thank a couple people for writing some reviews. We're starting to get some reviews rolling in. And on the podcast, was it last week? Yeah, last week I said that I was maybe you're going to look up, get some pricing on some shirts, get some Kilgallen's Pub shirts going. They're going to be green, of course. That way you, you lushes could wear it on St. Paddy's Day. Even if you're not Irish, you could enjoy it. Because you could say, like, oh, yeah, it's a, it's a bar I listen to. People are like, what is that? And then you have to explain, hey, this is a really cool podcast in which this dude, he's a comedian out of Chicago, travels across the country and stand-up, underrated, and he, uh, he recreates the bar conversation. You know all that shit we like to talk in pubs? He recreates that with comedians and professional wrestlers and reality television stars and actors. And I'm going to get you know, other people. I'm going to get a lot of different people on this podcast. And uh, this week, though, was uh, unfortunate why I couldn't. And again, I'm, I'm going to get to that. I'm not, I'm not teasing for, you know, for, to get you to listen to the whole damn thing. I'm going to get to that. You, know, you can't just launch into some of the shit i got to launch into here. So, yeah, I want to thank for, uh, two people who wrote reviews this past week. Oh, I brought up the shirts thing, actually. Let me finish the thought there. Because I was thinking, because I want to, again, I want this to grow because I love podcasting. And I really enjoy what I'm doing here, and I hope you enjoy listening to it. So let's, let's help each other out. I was going to look into like sending out free shirts, like free Kilgallen's Pub shirts, but that might be a little pricey. Maybe I'll get to that eventually. And you know, they would say Kilgallen's Pub have a shamrock on it. You know, a lot of bars have like the city. They'll say like Chicago, Illinois, or you know, Tampa, Florida, or Boston, wherever the hell the city is, Atlanta. Uh, these are all cities I know I have listeners in. <laughs> I'm kissing ass. And uh, I would probably just write like podcast comma USA because it's a podcast. It, it, lives, it lives out there in the air. Anyway, but then a friend of the podcast, Tom Puppet, a great listener, a dude who's listened to my other podcast, a guy who I've listened to his podcast, a dude, is, he knows his hockey. I, I like that. He's a, a Southern fella, lives in Texas and, and loves hockey. You can't beat that combo of a human being. He made a good point. Why not beer koozies? And it's like, mother, how stupid am I where I didn't think beer koozies right away? It's right there. And then I'm thinking maybe do shot glasses, but I think the beer koozies is good. We're in the summer season here. Anyhow, though, so if I, if I get those, I will retroactively go back and send one to uh, Kevin, Chicago Kev there for writing a, a, a Twitter, what am I saying, Twitter review, I can't talk now, for writing um, an iTunes review, you know, rate that five stars, click that rate, and then just write a little couple words there, it really does go a long way, it helps you up the rankings, other people find out about the podcast, and then they like it, then the community grows, then maybe they could say, make some money off of this thing, and then I could put it into some cool merch, and hook you guys up with some shit, and start to do some live shows with the podcast, 
you know how it goes. I want to thank Lauren12345, which uh, I love that name, uh, for writing a very nice review. So shout out to Lauren12345. Also, Steve Danino, my man. I know Steve Danino. Uh, great dude, uh, listener of the podcast, and wrote some nice things there. He also, this guy, go like his Facebook page, Steve Danino Golf. It's his Facebook page. He's also on Instagram. I believe if you just search Steve Danino Golf, you'll find his Instagram. I don't know if you got a Twitter there, Steve. Uh, like, but like the page. Uh, follow him on Instagram, like I said. He's a professional golfer and a golf teacher. And he's got really cool videos on the Facebook that I've checked out. I, um, I like golf, but since my son's been born, I have not had the opportunity to go golfing as often as I'd like. My dad's a huge golfer. I used to go with him a lot and some of my boys. But, uh, yeah, I just don't have the free time like I used to. But it's a great game. It's frustrating as shit. If you've got a nutty Irish temper like me, you've thrown, a man, you've thrown many a putter. You know what I mean? You've done the old, let's throw this thing into the fucking woods. You know what I mean? You've blamed a deer. You ever do that? The deer's not even anywhere near the fairway, but you see it and you go, well, you know what? Fuck you, deer. I, I looked at you and thought, oh, that's, that's a pretty deer right there. And then it messed up my golf game. I sliced because of you. So don't do that, deer. You know, and then you're just like, why am I? And then the deer looks at you like, you sore loser. And then you're like, all right, dude, I know. I know. It's just, look, this game looks easy. You know, I'm trying to enjoy nature and and get a nice buzz and and sink some putts, and I'm failing on all three fronts. But no, he's got some videos there where I've checked him out, and he he breaks it down. and goes, oh, you're having trouble. You're popping up your drives, which I often do. I actually started playing a fade on my drive. But if you're not into golf even, check it out, because you might get into it from watching that. I think golf is a... it's a great, uh, it's great. You get out in nature, it's good. you go for a walk, you could get the cart though, and then you can fuck with the carts, you, you bump your buddy, that's a good time too. So yeah, I'll give his pages a like. Now, um, not to the, sh- the, the shitty part, I, I do have to tell you guys why I'm going solo, and it, it's, it's odd because I, I'm filming this for the first time, like I mentioned before, or no, I didn't mention this actually, this was before I hit record on the podcast, you guys didn't hear that part. I'm filming this, because, you know, I feel like let's get the podcast on as many different platforms as possible. It's on iTunes, of course, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. And now I want to get it where I film it, break up the clips, do some best ofs, um, film some bonus stuff maybe. And, uh, you know, put it on YouTube, Vimeo, everywhere. Facebook, everywhere. Twitter, maybe break up little clips from Instagram. Everywhere. You get the point. And... Uh, I was planning on doing that yesterday. I was going to record the podcast yesterday, and um, unfortunate news that hit the that that uh, hit the Chicago. I was going to say rock the Chicago comedy scene, and I'm like, why the fuck am I trying to be like some sort of what am I MTV news breaking report? And I have to say, oh, the world got shook by that. Like anyway, I'm I'm mad at myself for trying to be dramatic with it because it's already shitty enough. Um, a comedian. Who I'll, I'll admit, I don't, I didn't know super well. He was a dude who I'd see whenever I did the Laugh Factory, a club I've been a regular at since it opened in Chicago, and I was fortunate enough to be a regular at the one in Hollywood and Long Beach, more Long Beach than Hollywood, but you know. Um, but I did the Hollywood. I, I had a good time at all of them. They're great. The Jimmy Masai, the owner, is a good dude, and everyone who, everyone who's worked at those clubs, I'm still friends with people who don't even work at the club anymore. Like they used to work there, they stopped. They're doing different shit, and I've kept up with them. So that that tells you about the caliber of people who've worked there. Anyway, so the news, I, I had it when I was driving out to record the podcast. I had two guests, and I had my backpack full of a bunch of stuff where I was going to film it, and and it, it was going to be, I, I had two guests I was really pumped about. It's actually, 
it's not funny, but it was like yesterday. It was like the podcast was doomed. This is gonna sound selfish, but uh, my one friend who was gonna be on, she hit me up a couple hours before we were gonna record. Got into a car accident. Thankfully, she's great. She's okay. Car's fucked. That sucks. But she's got her health, and, and you're gonna find out why I'm saying how important that is. And then um, when I'm on my way to do the podcast, I got this news. I'm gonna break to you. So the guy I'm talking about who um, who died, uh, uh, Schwan Yower. Schwani, uh, just a fucking fun, good dude. Like I said before, wasn't like I'm not gonna pretend like I was super close with him. I, whenever I would do the club, so I, I, I well, I met him when I was coming back. When I lived in LA, I would come back to Chicago, like you know, to see to come home. It's my home, and I would do like you know a few shows at the Laugh Factory, and he was uh, in the DJ booth and hilarious guy. I'd be like, "Oh, what song you wanna come out to?" And just you know. Stuff I got good energy about him, but he also I'd I'd be lying if I didn't say he had a sadness to him too. And that was clear that anyone knew him. He had his problems and his um his demons and all that, but he, he definitely was a dude who loved stamp comedy. And he started you know, I mentioned he was a DJ, but he's he became an awesome comedian in his own right. I really enjoyed watching him. And I didn't get to start watching him as a stamp until I moved back. So I'm really glad I'm glad I moved back to Chicago for many reasons. But to see that dude on stage was fun, man. He's one of those. He was one of those dudes that was fun to watch, and uh, and fun to see. I saw him a week ago. He was stoned as hell. <laughs> it, was, it was really funny, and he was um, he was another comedian, Brian Babylon, and I was about to record my podcast, this podcast, and uh, and I was shooting the shit with them a little bit, and they were just being silly, and it was fucking cracking me up. But uh, it's always messed up when you see someone, and the last image is them just full of life. And they're gone, and and gone, and 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 the way he did it, I don't, well, I don't know how he did it. I, well, I know we know he committed suicide. Um, I don't know how. That doesn't even matter. But uh, if you or anyone out there, is I know this is such a cliche thing that happens every time someone commits suicide. You know, you had Anthony Bourdain recently, and Kate Spade, and and um, and you know, I've known a few people now, and it's it's never easy. It's always when anyone dies, especially young people, you know, because there's so many question marks of what's going on. And, um, and it sucks, but like I was going to, you know, the cliche thing is you can get, talk to someone. There's always someone who wants to talk to you and it's never too late and all that. And fuck, man, I got to be brutally honest with you guys because I've had, decided to take a big swig there. See, that's, that's why you like to have a, uh, Someone else on the podcast because when I take a big gulp, they get to talk and it's not weird dead air. But uh, I had, uh, you know, my, you know, I, I talked about having a bad temper and trying to get that under control. But I used to have weird feelings towards suicide, in the sense that I thought, like, I don't know, I'm a dire Nirvana fan, a big Kurt Cobain fan, so maybe I was just trying to like justify my hero and why he did it, or I don't know. He was on heroin too and messed up. I mean, obviously, it's it's a terrible thing. You don't want anyone to do it. But I used to have this weird thing where I was just like, they didn't like life. These people were were suffering, so now the suffering's over. But no, I think you gotta get you gotta you know. There's a lyric in an Oasis song called uh, the song's called "You Know What I Mean," and the lyric is "Get up off the floor and believe in life. No one's ever ever gonna ask you twice. Now get on the bus and bring it on home to me." It's a cool lyric. But I like the idea of like you've got to make choices, and I obviously you know when your mental health and all that kind of stuff. But there's just we just got to be better to each other. And there's you know you when when you see someone who impacts someone in such a positive way, it makes it especially hard that they're gone. 
Now, I was at the Laugh Factory last night. They, you know, canceled the show, of course, and all the comics and, and staff and, and friends. And the staff there is like a family. Those, they're the best people who work there. Um, Brian and Curtis and Nick. I mean, then Joe. I mean, the list goes on and on. Like, I can name 50 people, but I don't need to do that. I'd like to, but it's just whatever, you know. Um, they, everyone, you know, sharing stories about Schwan and just what a funny dude. And, but the, the underlying thread was from everybody was that this felt inevitable and that's what sucks to to love to, to of all these people have this outpouring of love for a guy and then and just kind of feel like uh this this felt like it was going to happen even though you know he was he was open about problems you know he, he told people you know everyone people knew he had a, a bad situation Oh shit, though, you know. Um, but no, I wanted to do the podcast because I, you know, I was sick last week. So apologies to everyone for not having an episode last week. But I, I feel like it's good to talk about this stuff. And I didn't have a guest on because so many of the guests I was going to have on are still grieving, and people grieve in different ways. It, it's interesting being a comedian and hanging out with comedians because a lot of us were cracking some dark jokes. But I know Schwann would have liked that, you know. Um, because that was the sensibility that comedians have. We say dark shit. Um, especially because, you know, you don't want to face the reality. There's a reality with death that really sucks. I had a good friend, my buddy Nick Amato, died at um, the end of November. November 22nd or 21st, I want to say. And, and that one, I was really close with him. And that one really, that affected me for a while. It still does. I still miss that kid. And you get an anger about it, you know. When someone young dies, you get, an, you get when you're close with them, you get like angry if they die in a way where it's like suicide or, or drug related or just something where you're like, what, what were you doing, man? Didn't you realize how much people fucking cared about you? Things could have gotten better. And with with the with Bourdain and Spade obviously making national headlines, and I do like that there is things are shifting when it comes to talking about mental health which is great. So a retired hockey player named Dan Carcillo was talking about the concussion problem and how it leads to depression and everything's related and the importance of taking care of your brain. He, there's a video I should share. It's on the Players' Tribune, which is a website. Um, it has great articles written by players. Everything's for players. It's their thing, you know, for uh, all the major sports and soccer. <laughs> Had to throw a dig at soccer. Now, the World Cup's going on right now. I don't mind the World Cup. It's kind of fun to see everyone get nuts. And, uh, man, dude, I just farted so bad. Woo. Oh, God, that was out of line. That was, I'm mad at myself on that one. That's, that was not even like a fart worth laughing about. Fuck, what was that? I've been eating better. You know, sometimes when you eat healthier, it makes your shit just really stink. Anyhow, um, no, so it's good with mental health that everything is, is, because it is, people, you know, you, oh, I got a bad kidney. Everyone, let's rally and do, and, do a fucking 5K run for this dude. And yeah, great. Yeah, of course. But also, like, your brain is an organ, too. I'm not saying don't take care of people with fucking cancers and diseases to other organs. That's not, I'm not being a dick. But that should be right there. For some reason, people just don't feel bad. But that's changing. People don't feel bad if you have mental illness. A lot of people think depression. Get over it. Go be happy. You know? Um... It's, it's way more complicated than that. And I'm looking back, since, uh, quoting that Oasis song lyric was, was kind of sh- stupid because it makes it seem like, oh, just fucking choose to get into life. That's not the case. But uh, 
we have to watch out, watch out for each other a little bit more because there are some people who won't seek that help and, and that's when you got to be that help for them. Um, and it's tough though because it puts you through shit too. It puts you as the friend or family member through shit too where you're like, I can't, this is putting me in a dark place now too. I'm going to get back to being silly though. Don't worry about it. I just wanted to, to give a rest in peace to that guy and, um, and to everyone who's, who's grieving out there. It's, yeah, it's not easy. Um, but at least we were lucky enough to know that guy, me for only a you know a few years really, but really only this past year. But um, what a fucking good dude, man! Like, I like that guy. Love comedy. I love people who are have passion, and that dude had a passion for comedy. He was a real student of it. He wanted to be good. He was getting into it. He was picking people's brains. You know, he was going. He was going on that right path. Um, but unfortunately the mental shit got in the way and, um, yeah, anyway. All right. We'll move on to some fucking shit right now. Uh, father's day. I have my second father's day. Uh, being a father of a, of a human. I have a dog too that I, yeah, I'm one of those people. Yeah, I am. Fuck it. I'll admit it. I'm one of those people. I have two children. One has fur. You got a problem with that? The fuck you going to do about it? Want to talk some shit? People who don't, it's funny to me that there are people out there who think they're better than dogs, because you're not. You're not better than, no human beings are better than animals. Animals are great. And I have no problem calling my dog Holly. She's my little puppy daughter. And I love her. She means the world to me. And I feel bad for you soulless fucks who can't love a dog the same way you could love anything else. They're, they're, they're amazing, man. I don't know. I, I love... Uh, I love my doggie. She's such a good, she's such a little badass, a little feminist. <laughs> she pees with one leg up. She picked that up from watching the boy dogs at the, at the dog park. And she's like, you know what? I'm not going to live in your patriarch. Fuck you. She is, oh man though. But she got, she's getting, um, since my son was born and they get along great, but she's getting a little needy. Damn, she's getting a little needy where it's like, listen, he's one. He can't do shit. Okay. So just settle down for a second. I'll get your bone in a moment, all right? I got to make sure he doesn't fucking kill him. Like, that's the thing. I love my son, and, I love, and babies are amazing and life-changing in, in, a, in such an awesome way. I was one of those dudes, because I'm sure there are people listening to this podcast who are like, fuck kids. I was one of those people for a long time where I was like, I don't want kids, screw kids, blah, blah, blah. Nah, it's the best. But it's not for everybody. I'm not going to tell. I don't get people who are like that. I see people like that. We're like, oh, you should have kids one day. Like, fucking look who you're talking to before you start making statements like that. And then the other way around, you see the person who's like, I'm never having kids. And everyone's like, yeah, good. No one wants you to. Do you even get laid? The fuck are you talking? What do you want about, my friend? You're just going to make a declaration? I'm never having kids. Like, no one even asked. But no, if you're a good person out there, and you're smart, and, um, and, and you've got the, the, the time and the love to give, do it. It's the best. It is the absolute best. But they're, they're exhausting in the sense that you have to keep your eyes on them constantly it's like they know the second you're like oh he's playing with some toys over there all right cool i could i could check an email real quick that's when you look back and you're like what the fuck are you eating and you you're like how did this get down here why are you chewing on a bottle cap why are you chewing on a can of old style beer what the fuck and then you're like oh shit that was me that was my bad i messed that up there but yeah so i had my second father's day he didn't get me shit um the excuses are getting old now last time oh, i was only four or five months old now i'm only a year and four months old it's it's nonsense Okay, 
nah, he's giving me so much. I got some Amazon gift cards, so I'm going to buy myself some cool shit. Maybe I'll save it towards uh, like a new camera. That way I could shoot in HD and look like a, a real professional. I'll do that sort of thing. I'll probably just buy shoes, though. I need some new kicks. I've been rocking these white Puma for a while. I think I like white. I think I like a white sneaker because it looks good on stage. As a professional comedian, you got to think about that kind of thing. I don't shop for comfort. Shop for style. A casual shoe you could wear with uh, jeans. You could wear with some slacks. You got to have that. And I think white's the way to go. A lot of people are wearing white these days because I typically wear darker colors up top. I don't wear. If I wear a white shirt, it's because I'm wearing like a black light jacket underneath. I'll do that look: black like bomber jacket, and then like a plain white shirt. And I got this like olive green bomber jacket that's pretty badass. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I was rocking a parka all winter long. L- fucking looking killer. Yeah, man, I've been stepping up my outerwear game. I'm just jackets galore. So, I mean, the weather the last few days was like 108, so it sucked. But tonight, it's dropped down about 70. So I'm going to rock a jacket. Got a show downtown. Nice breeze going. I'm going to have a good time. So, yeah, but Puma. It was, there were Pumas I was wearing. Now, Pumas are going into basketball shoes where they had hired Jay-Z to be the guy. I don't know about that move. I don't know about that one. I think people just like him for his name. The Brooklyn Nets haven't won shit. Can't control Kanye. His wife has totally outshined him. Although I'll say it, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I think she's a little overrated. I think she's a hell of a performer. She's an entertainer. I had to go to a Beyonce concert for the spectacle of it, but she doesn't write her own songs, and because of that, the message is always changing. I feel like because you have other people who are like, you know, I mean, I'm sure they sit with the song and they're like, I want to say this. I want to go down this path, but you know. She used to be like independent woman, and then she's like, "You should have put a ring on it. You, you marry me, you know. Like I need to be, you know." And she's, and then everyone's like, "Oh, how about that album where she slammed uh, her husband for cheating on her?" I'm like, "Yeah, but she stayed with him. Why'd she stay with him? Maybe he, he said, i 'I'm sorry, babe, didn't mean to,' and then they made up for him. Who am I to judge? People cheat on each other to stay together, make it work, and come out stronger because of it, right? I think. So who am I to give them shit? Um, but I just remember everyone being like, you know. I don't know, like Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton, they, you know, they stayed together for political reasons. Why did why Jay-Z and Beyonce stay together? Well, Jay-Z doesn't look good. He's not a good-looking dude, so I understand why he's staying with Beyonce. But she's probably, I don't know, she could probably be like, you know what, fuck him. How's this for a feminist power move? Divorcing you, taking half your money, and I'm going to go on tours by myself. But no, they got like a whole thing going here. I don't know where I'm going on this one. I'm out of control by myself. Got to be drinking alone, but it's okay. I actually drink it pretty slow. I'm not going that hard. I, um, you know what? This is a weird thing here. I'm going to, I'm going to bounce around like I like. I came across YouTube videos. Uh, one, it was like The Rock. So I'm like, oh, The Rock. Cool. You know, I like The Rock. And then, um, off that was like some, another video played. And it was this dude I've seen on stuff. People share his thoughts on things. Gary V. I think his name, you guys know what I'm talking about. He's an entrepreneur, like motivational speaker, dude. I actually like a lot of the shit he says. But, uh, he was talking about, you know, being the best, and you got to put your work in and do that. And then he mentioned uh, Ricky Rubio, the uh, a guard for the Utah Jazz. Now came up with the uh, Timberwolves, and when he came up, everyone's like, "Oh, this guy's gonna be a superstar and a very good player." But it's not panning out the way. Has not met expectations. <coughs> Excuse me, I burped in the middle of the word expectations. I am proud of that. Has not met expectations. And Gary Vee's going on saying, "You know, you can't like he used him as an example. Like that guy is a bad jump shot." He should, have been, he should be in the gym taking a 1,000 shots a day, but he doesn't have that work ethic. I've heard from people. i got NBA player friends who said, yeah, that's just not his thing. 
he's off in Ibiza banging chicks. And he actually said that Gary Vee said he's off in Ibiza hooking up with women. It's like, if you want to be the best in this life, and I'm thinking to myself, maybe he doesn't want to be the best in this life. I think there's a thing, and then that, maybe that was just an example. I don't know how, the rest of Gary Vee's shit, but like, you know, and he seems like a, a very successful and, and good dude, so I don't really want to dump on him. But I think there is something about the thought that if you're doing something, why wouldn't you want to be the best? I'm like, yeah, but there's something about being content with where you are, too. Uh, I, I want to be great at everything I do. That's what, that's me though. But I thought about this, and this would be hilarious. Ricky Rubio, what if he just worked his ass off just to get to the point in his life where he gets to go to Ibiza and finger chicks? Like, what, what, what if that was his whole, the end game? So you got Gary Vee thinking, this guy is off in Ibiza, you know, having foursomes. He should be, he should be shooting 18 footers. And Rubio's like, oh my God. I need to work my ass off so one day I could go have an orgy in fucking Spain. Is that where Ibiza is? Is it in Spain? I have no idea where Ibiza is. Spain? Portugal? Where's Ibiza? Mexico? I don't... They probably placed... It sounds like a place that they would play a lot of soccer. Anyhow, I, I think Spain. It's like a beach. People love it. It's like European Hawaii, I think. And so what if that's in his world? What if he's like, this is what I wanted my whole life? To just be able to have orgies... On the beach in Spain, you know? We could just sit there all sweaty, just, you know, stinking of hot sex. Just like not knowing who I'm in at the moment. Like that, that was his lifelong goal. And he thought of a path in which he's like, you know what? I got to become a basketball star. If I become a basketball star, boom, I get to do that. I get to be knee deep in, in Ibizian women. And then you got Gary Vee over here going, like, you got to be fucking working on your game if you want to be the greatest. He's like, dude, I'm already, I am the greatest. You kidding me? I am the greatest at just swinging my Spanish dick on women. You know what I mean? And, and it can, you know, it's consensual. I'm not, he's not just whipping chicks with his dick, like, unexpectedly on the beach going, what the hell are you doing, dude? Just throw some sunscreen on that, man, and, and, and keep that in, in, in the pants, huh? It's hot out here. It was very hot the last couple of days. Too hot for uh, sex? You guys think that's a thing? I mean, that's the question I'm asking you, podcast listeners. Hit me back. Tweet, tweet at Joe Kilgallen. And tell me, is there such a thing as too hot for lovemaking? I think there is. I think there is. And I think about parts of the world that don't have air conditioning. And I think, man, they are backed up. You know what I mean? Men and women needing a release. Can't getting it because it's just too gross. Just too disgusting. Just like, ugh. Like, if you want to go down on someone when it's 108 outside and just get a pube in your mouth, going like this, when it's like, when you're sweating your, your tits and dick, you know what I mean? Got balls sticking to the legs, women got under tit sweat going on. I actually kind of like when women get a little bit of sweat going and it kind of glistens off the cleavage. Yeah, I like it. So I can't wait to put these clips up. You guys can see the backdrop. I, I want to make it look more like a, a, an Irish pub. But, you know, with an American flair, I am American. I have an Irish last name. I have uh, Irish blood. Um, all my ancestry, as far as I know, goes back to Ireland. I've uh, been to Ireland. It's beautiful. I have some family out that way still. That's where my family came from. So I'm, I'm a big fan of the Irish culture. I like, uh, I like the... Uh, there's like a liveliness to it. I'm into that. I think America could use some more of that these days. 
Anyhow, I'm not going to go too long with the podcast because it's just me here talking, um, talking my nonsense. And um, oh, I want to talk about this on Father's Day. A fly got into the fucking house. It's that season. It's June. You get a fly in your house. You stop what you're doing. That fly gets in, and you're just like, oh my god, who left the fucking door open? Which one of you left the di- fucking? I want to have to breathe. Well, guess what? We got a fly in the house now. So later when we're watching the movie and there's a fly going around the room, I'm going to have to pause the movie and kill this fly. And it's got to be a team effort now. I don't understand. Why do we need flies? There's some, you know what I mean? I'm always hearing stories about freaking cool ass animals going extinct. Why can't flies go extinct? You know what I mean? I know bees are fucking good for pollination in the flowers and we'll all die without them. But we need, we need to get rid of the freaking flies, man. There's no need for flies. And mosquitoes. What do mosquitoes do? Carry disease? God, we, gotta make, we should make a list of things where it's like, all right, like, can we just focus on getting rid of these? Not that I'm not saying I want them extinct, but, extinct, but like, no, I do. Or they should just have their own little area. Like, go, go over there. Can we give them a state? Let's just give them a, a state in America. Here, you guys all go to Wyoming. And then people in Wyoming will go, what the fuck? We're like, we'll move you somewhere else and you won't even notice that you're gone from Wyoming. We're like, like, it's pretty cool. Come on. Is there a difference between that and, and fucking Idaho? Is there a difference? No. Come on, go to Idaho. We'll put all the mosquitoes and the bugs and the shit that stings and, and sucks. And it's annoying. Gnats. We'll throw them in Wyoming. This is a shit plan. I don't know how we'd even go about doing that. How do you round up a bunch of insects? There's so many of them. You ever think about that? What if the insects all got together and said, you know what? Fuck these people. We'd be dead. They would erase the whole world's population in a weekend. That would be a good horror movie. Or a doomsday movie, whatever they call them. We got a lot of those out there. You know, one of those like the end of the world or World War Z or, you know, when there's an epidemic and one dude who knows just enough science is going to save us all. You know, they're like, is this guy a doctor? No, he's, you know, he used to work, he's a pharmacist for a little bit. And, but his, his dad used to read to him out of some popular science magazine and he figured out something that no one else figured out because... They're not a jerk off. I don't know. But he's going to save us. He's going to save us all. <sighs> Rappers get into beefs. And is it just to sell records? Does anyone know? I'm hearing about these constant. Oh, you hear someone's diss track? This guy's got a diss track. And I, I, I fuck it, man. I don't know. I got to, maybe I need to do a comedy. Maybe I got to call someone out and be like, hey, this motherfucker right here. And do like a roast like that. Then the roasts get old, though. There's Roast Battle, which was a fun show. I used to go to it in L.A. and watch it. I never did it, though. And I've done roast before. But I remember someone saying, oh, you should do Roast Battle. Find someone to roast with. I'm just like, I don't know, man. My thing with roasts are, I've had fun at 90% of them that I've done, where I've actually participated in the roasting. But I'm always afraid that I'm just one freaking sentence wrong of just absolutely going, you really? You fucking think that about me? Is that what you fucking think? Yeah, dude, well, I got a bigger dick than you. What do you think of that? Like, just something like where I just out of line and I'm going to fight someone over it. But I have that thought going in, but then it ends up being fine. We have a good time and everyone everyone gets drunk and we have fun. Um, man, dude. I keep looking at my notes that say, you know, RIP. It sucks. You know, it sucks like when you have like a whole group of people that you're really close with and you're... That was what was rough about whenever I'm with these people, we're always having fun. And then last night you got that thing. It was like a wake. You know when you go to a wake and you have to do that, hey, how you doing, you know? But then after a few minutes, you kind of want to laugh and, and shoot the shit because 
when you see these, your friends, your cousins, or whatever, this is what you associate. You associate with having a good time. But then you're afraid that someone 10 feet away and another little group of people are going to look over at you having fun and think, can you believe they're having fun? How could you even smile at a time like this? And you're like, because fucking life, you die. We all die. So we're trying to smile right now because it sucks to think about dying. Everything is just, I hate when people like, you ever meet those people who are like, like, oh, I don't like sports or I don't like wrestling or like, you know, it's always sports though. They always like to shit on sports by calling it a distraction. Everything is a distraction. Distractions are good though. Otherwise, what are you doing? Just sitting in a chair, thinking to yourself? No, you have to be doing things. You want to be accomplishing something. You want to, you know, get some joy out of something. You know, we obviously we do a lot of things we don't like, but we have to do so we can enjoy the other things. Yeah, of course. But I think like these guys playing sports is just a just a distraction. Those TV shows are just a distraction. For what? What would we would you rather be doing, huh? And you think the people? I always I see these people too. Like, could you imagine if all the people who went to football games every Sunday during football season? If we had them spending their time on something valuable, how much better the world would be? I'm like, have you met the fucking people? The people who are shirtless in the end zone at a game in November when it's freezing out, hard tip, hard, hard tits. I said hard tips. Yeah, hard tip of your dick, hard tits, you know? It's a weird combination. Got the purple nips going. Have you seen those people? Do you think they would be doing something better? If you took sports out of their lives, I mean, maybe some of them would have gravitated or something with more of a societal impact. Actually, fuck that. What has a bigger societal impact than sports? It's like the one thing that brings people together. I am standing, not standing, I'm sitting in front of a 2016 World Series champion Chicago Cubs mural. It's a fathead. You guys ever get those fathead things? You order them, they send them to you. They're like super expensive posters that look dope as hell. And you could like take them down and reuse them and everything because it's like a weird type of material. I still, bl- I don't believe that though. If we if, if I have to take this down one day, there's no way I'm going to be able to stick it to something else and be as good. I'm going to have to add something. I refuse to believe. But they're like, no, you could reuse them. It's good. No, I, I doubt that very much. Anyhow, and the, one of the pictures in the mural is everybody outside of Wrigley Field. And in the picture, I'm literally, you could see, yeah, there's a black guy. <laughs> you could see people from all walks of life, all races. I'm sure there's all religions, atheist, uh, Christian, Jewish, Muslim, everything. The Cubs... When the Cubs won the World Series, there's 5 million people at the parade, the biggest parade in sports history, but also the, like the seventh largest gathering of human beings in the world's history, and the other six took place for religious and political leaders dying around the world. Number seven was the Chicago Cubs winning the World Series of gatherings of human beings. Nuts, right? On that day, when the Cubs won it all, there were no black, white, Hispanic, Asian. There were no, there was no religious people. There was no little sex. There were no, your hipsters, your jocks, your whatever. There were just Cubs fans. And I've met people like that's, I like well-rounded people. I've met people who you'd be like, wow, that guy's really into baseball. Never, never would have suspected that or, or into whatever thing, whatever fucking, you know what I mean? Whether it's uh, pro wrestling, whether it's uh, just binging TV shows. I mean, everyone's got their thing, collecting baseball cards, um, the people make fun of, I never understood, even when I was a kid and people would make fun of Dungeons and Dragons nerds, I never got that. I go, it's a bunch of dudes getting together playing a game. We do that. We get together and play Mario Kart and Goldeneye. Great games, by the way. I think Goldeneye, Nintendo 64, I just got a headache after playing it too long because it was like the first game that was like first person shooter. 
It's good though. It's a good game. Proximity mines. You throw those in the in the bathroom there in that one level in the complex. As soon as you come down off the vent, boom, you fucking blew your ass up, son. Yeah, so I'm all for distractions. I don't I don't get what the what what I, I don't I'm not you could be into all this shit and still like care for people. You know? You could have your passions in life, whether it's you know, I'm looking at a stack of uh, vinyl records over there, collecting records, or, you know, learning an instrument or whatever you're trying to do to better yourself or for you to enjoy the day better. Because like I've said, this, this podcast is about death today, apparently. You, you only get one go around, as far as we know, and you might as well enjoy it. Might as well do all you can to s- soak it in. Just soak it in. I have definitely, that's one of the things I'm, super happy about with what I've done with my life is that I have definitely soaked it in as much as I can. Sometimes I I wish I could soak it in more, you know, but I've definitely, you know, I had a roaring twenties and I'm 33 now and and my thirties have been even better. Um, obviously not everything goes the way you want. I had, I've had, I've had a couple years here and there where it's like, you know what? I kind of felt like I stayed still as far as, uh, wanting to, you know, grow my career and whatnot but damn it i had fun just don't be boring there's too many boring people out there don't you know i just i see like and there's some this fucked up shit out there too going on right now in these days going on right now in these days man <laughs> this is one of those podcasts <coughs> excuse me but what could you like i just i don't get the people who have the mindset where it's like you can't you, why, why are you wasting your time with that when you could be helping feed the homeless? You, you can't do both? You know what I mean? Most sporting events are on at night. Go to, go to a 705 game, you could definitely stop at the soup kitchen on the way there. World beater, you know? I, I fucking, I give the homeless people all the time. I gave a, a few weeks, this is actually funny, a few weeks ago I gave a homeless guy like a few bucks and I turned around and I'm like, shit, I thought I had a couple of friends right there. <laughs> and they weren't there. And I, we were all hanging outside a comedy show. So at the House of Blues, which I'm actually performing at tonight. And I remember being like, damn it. I gave them money because I was hoping to get some hero points. I wanted people to be like, oh, look at this guy. Joe's a nice guy. He gives to homeless to pe- money to homeless people. I kind of wanted to be like, dude, could you come back? Give me my couple bucks back. I'm going to get some friends down here. And then you ask me again if I've got any like, spare change. I'll be like, spare change. I'll do you better, man. Here's a few bills. What do you think of that? You go get yourself, what's that, three bucks I think I gave you? There's a Dunkin' Donuts over there. You get coffee and a Long John. Have at it. But I need, I need credit. I need, I need people to see this. Otherwise, it's, it's gone for nothing. That's why I do it, actually. That's 100% why I give a buck or two or some change to homeless people. Because it instantly makes me feel good. I, you mean to tell me I get to give a dollar to a stranger and it's going to fill me with like this sense of, man, I'm a good person. I'm awesome. Like, I like, that's great. Who wouldn't exchange that? If you had a buggy, that's how I view it. I go, oh, here, here you go. Oh, they're just going to use it on drugs and booze. Yeah, good for that. I don't give a shit. Fine. Whatever makes them happy. And then they'll look back on I'm really glad that guy gave me a buck. I'm high because of him. See? I give him a buck. I get to feel good about myself and feel that I'm a good person. And then, and then that now, now you're telling me that I got the guy high too? Holy shit. Canonize me for sainthood now. You know what I mean? Is there a St. Joseph? Would I be the first one? I know there's a St. Joseph. People who are like, who's this fucking St. Joseph? (laughs) Uh, 
Yeah, I got you. You want to have some witnesses. You know what I did really well last year? I um, this is before Christmas time. This was a move I was really proud of actually. I uh, I had these gloves that I bought myself that kind of sucked, and then I asked for new gloves for Christmas. And Christmas was a couple days away, and I knew I was getting the new gloves. So uh, a homeless guy asked for change. I go, hey man, I don't have anything, but you want a pair of gloves? And he's like, yeah. Got warm hands. Can't buy drugs with gloves, Kenny. Or maybe you can. Maybe they got a whole barter system. I don't know what's going on in that world. In the homeless drug underground that apparently it's just so easy for them to get drugs. My single dollar bill gets them their fix. Maybe that's what's going on. All right. I think I'm going to wrap up the podcast. I've been talking to you guys for about 40 minutes or so. And um, yeah, sorry. You know, sometimes you got to drink alone. You know, I wanted, I wanted to get the podcast back on track. Typically, I'll have someone to talk to. Normally, I'm good at going off on rants on my own. I think I had some fun ones. I think I had some fun ones with you today. And uh, is there anything else I wanted to get into you guys with? No, because it's too fucking depressing. Damn it. I don't want to dive too deeply into it. A really good dude died. I'm bummed about it. Wish I would have gotten to know him even more, you know. And a lot of my good friends are hurting over it. And I hope... I, you know, with time, I know with time they'll feel better. And again, if you're out there and you're feeling like shit and, you, and you're thinking about killing yourself, talk to somebody. I know it's easier said than done, but reach out. Here's something I wanted to mention earlier. Someone on Facebook posted three years ago, I had, you know, I was married, I had a condo, had this business that was, I was just starting up. I, I, I couldn't have been in a better place three years ago. Today, I've got nothing. You know, everyone's because, you know, that's, you know, sometimes people are like, oh, don't take your problems to social media. But if you've got problems like that and you feel like you need the response, that I'm for it. And that's, that's you know, I, I've ripped on social media and I definitely think social media is a huge problem. I don't see it going away. I'm hoping as a society we could all figure out a way to not judge in our lives based off of social media and, and get healthier. I've done this thing where for the first hour of my day, I don't touch my phone. I've been pushing it even, first couple hours. And I just try to like schedule it where it's like, all right, what time is it? 9.30, 10 o'clock? I've been waking up at like 6.30 because my son wakes up early. Um, Then I go, all right, I can check some emails. That's something to do it. Because I think we wake up and we reach for the phone and then immediately I, I read this thing and came across these videos I've been checking out where... It's like you're training your brain to like react because you're just, you know, you're like, oh, you wake up, you're a little groggy, you're like, all right, get up and pop that phone open, start scrolling through Facebook and Instagram and you're just seeing the highlights. It's mostly just the highlights of people's life or you're seeing arguments and your brain is just like, fuck that, fuck that, you're reacting to it and you're like, oh, that's cute, oh, that's cool, all right, no, like, no, you know, screw that, like, oh, man, I never go on vacations, oh, that's awesome. Why, everyone went on a boat, everyone was on a boat this past weekend, why the fuck do I never get on boats? Oh, that's right, I'm a dude, no one wants dudes on boats. So then you get, you know, and it's just like, it's not a healthy way to start your day because you're already in this weird mental place. Uh, I'm not going to say what, what social media is 100% this terrible thing. I mean, it, oh God, it is though, but it's so, what's nice is that when bad things happen, you will, there will be a sense of a community to, to go to. And I'm seeing great post after great post about Schwan, and, um, and that's nice, you know what I mean? 
It's nice seeing these pictures and it's fun. Dave Hellum, who's a great comedian who I'm going to get on this podcast eventually. He's a comedian in LA. He's working for some TV shows. Um, Chicago guy through and through, though, native to this uh, great city of mine. Yeah, it's mine. And he had posted this video of Schwan rapping. It was so fucking funny. He's doing freestyle rap outside the comedy club. And it was like, dude, I didn't know he had that skill. I mean, I knew he liked hip hop a lot, but I never heard him freestyle. It was actually really funny. And so that part of it's cool. And then when I've had, like, you know, I mentioned my friend Nick who died last November. I still, that Facebook memories thing will pop up and I'll be like, ah, what did I do this date six years ago? And I'll see his comments on shit and it's like, ah, that's nice. You know, you know, you have those things. So for that stuff, yeah, I get it. There, there, social media has its place for that. And when someone reaches out saying, I'm I'm not doing well, I'm not in a good place. Um, yeah, that's where it's, it's good too. So I said to him, this is what, this is what I'll end the podcast on when he had made the, the post saying three years ago I had it all and now I have nothing. All these people, you know, responding to me and hey, if you need me, talk to me. Do things that are gonna be good for you. You're a good guy and I love you if you need you know, all those great posts, which is awesome. But I commented, Where will you be three years from now? That's where you were three years ago, and it was great. Right now you're not happy. Where will you be three years from now? Write your story. That was my way of saying I was, I was trying to do a little tough love right there a little bit because I felt, I felt at that moment that's kind of what was needed a little bit. You know, because I'm seeing everyone doing the, we love you, love, which is great. I'm not knocking that. But I wanted to throw a little bit of a different take in there. I think that's what I like to do a little bit. I want to see, you know, test the temperatures of the water a little bit. I mean, like, all right, everyone's going this way. I got to go. I'm, you know, not that they're wrong. I'm not saying they're wrong, but I got to give something else. I can't just say what everyone else is saying. It's boring. And what did I say earlier? Don't be boring. All right, everyone. This has been uh, Kill Gallons Pub. Thanks so much for listening. Again, if you can review us on iTunes, it goes a long way. I'll give you a shout out on the next podcast for those of you who write a review. Uh, thanks so much for everybody who's been listening and supporting and telling your friends. Uh, this, you know, I do this podcast once a week and I'm looking to, to just make it bigger and better because I love doing this and I love you guys for listening and I like drinking. And, uh, uh, you know, rest in peace, Schwan. Um, you will be missed, my friend. And to everyone out there who's getting over the uh, the loss of a loved one, you know, keep your head up. Talk to people. Let's be better to each other. All right. This has been Kill Gallons Pub.